on, on April 26th, I, I read a prayer. And the prayer went like this. It said, wake me up out of the nightmare fantasies of sin and temptation that threaten my peace with you, oh God. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it again. Wake me up out of the nightmare fantasies of sin and temptation that threaten my peace with you, oh God. That was on April 26th. And I've been thinking about that prayer and I've been praying that prayer for myself. Okay? Because I don't want to be disillusioned and I don't want you guys to have, and I know you don't, any false illusions about me. But the scripture says that we all fall short of the glory of God, right? And so I will never assume to put myself in any kind of position where I would not think that to be true about myself. And so I've been sitting in this prayer. I've been praying this prayer. Two days later on April 28th, I read another, happy birthday. I read another, another devotional and it spoke about the enemies that threaten our lives, okay? And I, and I wanna read this list of enemies for you. The first enemy, okay, is it called intense opposition of wicked people. The second enemy is mild seductions of the people around you, the people you call your friends. The third one, and probably the most dangerous, is the defiant pride of a rebellious heart. That one, that one, that one stuck, right? That one burned. Say, say it again. I, I love that y'all with me on this one. The defiant pride of the rebellious heart. Woo. So between April 26th and April 28th, I've been stuck on replay. Okay? Playing this in my mind. Playing this in my mind. Playing this in my mind. Because, listen, some of y'all, like my man Glenn over here, know me way back. My man Scooter over here knows me way back. I come out here every week and I share stories with you guys. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm 13 years sober, but in order to achieve that, I had to run like hell away from a lot of people. I had to run away from people who were clear enemies, okay? People out to do me harm. I also had to run away from friends because of that that mild seduction, that mild seduction. The people around you who don't need, don't mean you harm, but it doesn't mean they aren't harmful. And then I had that other part, that rebellious spirit in me, right? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna explain to you, I told you April 26th, the first prayer, right? 
nightmare fantasies of sin and flesh. Oh, man. That's a tough one, right? April 28th, a clear description of the enemies that we need to look out for. Okay? April 30th, which was Sunday. I went home, y'all. Brooklyn. I ain't been to Brooklyn in like, must be 15 years. Right? Maybe a little less. But I went because one of my boys was a DJ back in the day. We used to run the streets together. Found out my man got prostate cancer. Right? It's my age. Right? And so they were holding this fundraiser for him. And, uh, and, and so I decided I was going to go up and surprise him. Because here's the thing. I, I ain't keen on funerals, right? And I'm going to go take the opportunity to see my boy while he's alive. Not to celebrate and mourn him when he's in a box. Okay? So, but there was a danger involved in this, all right? Because I told y'all, I've been out the game for a minute, right? I don't run the streets no more like I used to. And, and, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ignore you, okay? I'm going I'm to be over here while I'm talking right now. All right? So I don't run the streets like I used to, but I want to go see my friend. And, and, I, and I feel like God divinely put those two prayers in, in my head and in my heart to protect me. Because let me tell you something. It's real easy to be good when there's good people around you. Right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pastor at a church. I got all these Christian folk around me. And my, 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 my community is, is strong. They uphold me. They, 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 they protect me. They're my accountability people. Right? Right? But I'm going to Brooklyn, y'all. Brooklyn is what Brooklyn is, y'all. And I don't know if you know, y'all got a Brooklyn of your own in mind. So... So, hey, listen, I ain't mad about it. So, but here's the challenge, right? The, the fundraiser, of course, is in a club, okay? Of course, of course it's in a club. Bars jumping, drinks slinging, weed smoke. They didn't even have a smoke machine in the club. It's just weed smoke. I was just like, peering through the crowd. <laughs> I'm like doing clean. I did not inhale. Did not. <laughs> no, listen, I did not, and I'm gonna tell you why. Listen, listen, I'm, let me let me let me keep it real with y'all. I'm gonna keep it 100 percent I'm gonna keep it 100 percent I'm standing at the club, I got I got my peeps around me, there's there's, there's my my men's in them, right? I ain't seen them in a while. They ain't seen me in a while. So back in the day, if I didn't have a drink in my hand, something was wrong, right? It was like what? He, if, if, if I wasn't smoking, something was wrong. So they don't know. Like I've been gone a minute. People don't know where I'm at right now. So people are coming out with drinks. Hey, yo, P, hold this, smoke this, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, nah. And they're like, what's wrong with you? You all right? You sick? You, feel, you feeling all right? You know? And, 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 and here's the thing now. So now I'm posted up against the wall, you know, music's bad bumping and things are chilling and I'm, I'm kind of kicking it, you know? And I'm kind of like, damn, a Heineken would go down real good right about now. And 
And that, that chronic is smelling kind of fierce. I gotta, gotta keep it real with you, right? Now, I ain't nobody looking at none of my pizza board around here. I could take a little wholesome. You know, I'm just telling you what's going on in my mind, okay? I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna keep it real with you, right? But, but here's the thing. And I'll tell you, ever since I became sober, because I came, I became sober doing this. Okay, when I when I first came out here and I was feeding y'all, I wasn't. Y'all might not have known, but I was a little turnt. I was a little twisted. All right, y'all didn't know. So I got sober doing this. Okay, so when anything comes and and, and challenges me in, in that particular area, y'all ain't gonna believe me when I say this, but I, I promise you, it's true. I think about you. I think about you, but. But here's why. Here's why. I can't be coming out here every Tuesday and preaching to y'all and talking to y'all. And, and in the back room, I'm doing my thing. I, I, can't, I can't be out here telling y'all that y'all can do better if I'm not being better myself. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to be that type of hypocrite. And so a lot of times when it comes to, to those desires of the flesh, I have to hold them up against the people who I love and the people who I come out here and I serve because God, God placed me here. And, and he equipped me to be out here. And he removed certain things of me, from me, to allow me to be an authentic, keeping it real voice. And I think a lot of y'all know that when I come out here, I'm not talking down. I'm not presenting myself to be above you, just keeping it real, which is why I don't mind telling you stories like this. I don't mind telling you that because I hope that when you notice that I, I'm weak too, but I find strength in him, I want you to know that the same thing can apply for you because it's no different. Listen, I was one decision away from being here sitting with you, okay? I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But let me, I digress, right? I'm back at the club. I leaned up against the wall. And I'm looking around. And I got my boys coming up and they're like, yo, P, you know, hold this drink, you know. No, 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 I'm good, I'm good, thank you, thank you. I'm good with my water, right? And it was weird. And it was, it was uncomfortable. I was actually dreading going up there and being in that exact place. But once I got there, I realized a couple things. The first thing I realized is I'm the same person I was 15, 20 years ago, right? Let, 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 let me clarify that. I'm the same person I was. I'm just not doing the things I did. Right? But a lot of times what happens is we define ourselves by the things we do. We define ourselves by the people we surround ourselves with. And when we do that, those nightmare fantasies of sin and temptation they come to life. 
And they don't only just threaten our relationship with Jesus, they threaten our existence in the here and now. Because what used to be fun, after a while, is no longer fun. And what used to be a recreational habit, before you know it, all of a sudden it becomes a shackle. It becomes bondage. And before you know it, there's so many things that are holding you down and preventing you from being the person that God created you to be, which is really exactly the person who you always were, minus all of the things that the world has allowed you to hold on to, and now it can't let you go. But I'd be lying to you if I wasn't gonna say, if, I, if I'm not, if I, I'd be lying to you if it wasn't true that I was standing up against this wall and I'm enjoying the time and I'm glad I got there to see my boy and, 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 and the reunion was, was jumping. But I'd be lying to you if I, if, 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 if I didn't admit it was difficult the whole time. And so I leave, I leave the club and I'm going straight to the airport and I'm thanking God. And I'm thanking God that I wasn't so weak that I failed him and I failed you. I was grateful that he gave me the strength to, one, abstain, because many of you guys know it don't take much to backslide, right? And, and, and I'm grateful that I did it. And I'm grateful that I had the strength to fight it, but I'm also grateful that he allowed me the space to be myself and to enjoy my people in a way that I never had before. With, with clarity and with real joy and with excitement. And I'm sitting on the plane and I'm like, I, I had a great time. So, so what is this all about? Why, why am I trying to tell you? I'm going to tell you that a lot of people ask me, how did, how did, how did, how did you kick the habit? How, how did you stop drinking? How did you stop smoking? How did you stop doing all the stuff you used to do? And, and I just did because I believed that my time in that space was over. And so I made up my mind to start. But what allowed me to continue was leaning on God for that strength to be able to do it. Because there was no way I was gonna do it on my own. There was no way I was gonna meet 13 years on my own. There was no way I was gonna walk out of that club sober on my own. And so in that space, listen to what I said. April 26th, God plants a prayer in my heart. April 28th, he clearly defines the enemy for me. And then two days after that, he puts me in a place to challenge that prayer, to challenge that scripture, to see if I was gonna lean on him in that time. Now Romans 12, three says this. Romans 12, three says, for by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. 
but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has given to each and every one of you. Do not think more of yourself than you should, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has given to each and every one of you. You see, I was terrified to go up to this place. I was terrified to go hang out with my friends. I was terrified to step into that club. But God, knowing my heart, equipped me prior to the trip and then allowed me to use my measure of faith to lean on him to carry me through a tough time. Because listen, y'all, sobriety's no joke. And I know sinner or saint, we all got our baggage. We all have our sin and our temptation. And the biggest problem with that sin and that temptation is like I said, it was those nightmare fantasies, right? Because when you step back from the life you're living that's less than, it allows you to glorify some of those days. It allows you to reflect back on, on those party times and those party days and think maybe, man, it wasn't so bad. Some of you might be sitting in a place right now where you're still chasing those old days. Where you're still looking for the good old times. With the same peeps you used to be doing dirt with. But I promise you that God has more in store for each and every one of us than where we are right now. That's you, that's me, that's everybody behind me. And when, and when Paul writes this in Romans 12, and he says, don't think of yourselves more than you should. He's saying, be humble. I could have stepped into that club and going, man, I'm gonna go hang out with these dudes I ain't seen in 20 years. I know I'm sober. I'm, 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 I've arrived. I'm here, right? And I could have that haughty attitude bring me low. Luke 14, 11 says, those who make much of themselves will be humble. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. They will be held high. They will be lifted high. So when I, when I told you that second part of the prayer about the deception of the rebellious heart, that's where pride sits. That's the part of you that says, I don't, I don't need God. That's the part of you that says, I don't need change. I'm fine where I'm at. That's the part of you that says, it doesn't matter what I do because I ain't hurting nobody. That's the part of you that just says, one more time and tomorrow I'll quit. Tomorrow I'll be better. That's that deception. That's the lie that we tell ourselves when we allow pride to navigate our way. And so, out of all the things that I could pray for you today and all of the things I spoke about, I'm gonna pray for you what I prayed for me before I stepped into that club. 
And I was just that God would humble me. And he would allow me to be real about who I am, about what breaks me, about what lifts me up, about what my strengths are, about what my weaknesses are. And what I'm capable of, and what I need him to do to make me capable. Come on now. And in all of those things, I can only hope for a better tomorrow than you had today. Let's pray. Dear God, I just thank you so much. I thank you. I thank you for the healthy reminder, Lord, that none of us have Jesus died and rose again not so that we would seek perfection but that we would pursue holiness that we would allow your word to navigate our hearts that we would allow Jesus sacrifice to navigate our steps but also that as we Marinating in this world, Lord, that we would be able to strip away the things that are holding us down. That we would be aware that the enemy is real and is present and is often represents itself in a smiling face and in, 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 in a community of people that we call friends and in the dark recesses of our hearts and in the frailty of our minds. Lord, I pray today that you would give us strength. Strength to match, no, not, not strength to match, but Lord, strength to abundantly exceed our measure of faith. Because when it's, we, it's when we feel you working in our lives, that measure of faith grows. It's when you give us the strength to accomplish the things that we recognize that we could not do on our own, that that measure of faith grows. Lord, that we might humble ourselves and allow you to do the work that you want to do in us. In the work that we want you to do in us, even when we don't necessarily recognize it as so. But Lord, today we thank you. We thank you for the fantastic meal prepared by Miss Karen. We thank you for the hands that came out to help serve that meal. But Lord, most importantly, we thank you for those that are here to receive. We pray that this word would nourish their souls as the food will their bodies. And we pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. And my brothers and sisters, join me in saying, Amen and amen. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.